This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my podcast episodes this week. So this topic was very excitingly submitted into my um, Q&A box on Instagram that I do each Sunday. So over on my Instagram at I am Emma Mumford, I do a little Q&A each and every Sunday when I've got some spare time. And this was something that literally came up so many times. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do a podcast on it. I have already recorded a YouTube video which is out now over on my channel, Emma Mumford. And that video is all about how to ask the universe for a sign or synchronicity. So within that video, I talk about how to ask, what the differences are between a sign or synchronicity, basically how you can tell it's your sign, etc., and some really good tips and pointers on that. So obviously I don't wanna trample on that YouTube video because it is 18 minutes of pure goodness. And obviously I would really appreciate if you went over and watched that too. But one thing that I kept seeing in my question box when I submitted this Q&A and I answered a few of them, but I thought, you know what, this is clearly a question on so many people's minds and people are experiencing different things that I actually really wanted to bring this conversation to the podcast and extend a little bit off the YouTube video and talk about, well, what happens if you see your sign and your manifestation doesn't happen? Can you misread signs? And can you be codependent with signs? Great conversation. And also if you ask for two signs, so to see such and such if it happens or such and such if it's not meant to happen and you see both signs, what on earth do you do? 
all great questions and all things I have absolutely experienced throughout my spiritual journey. So apologies if this podcast, first of all, sounds a bit different. I'm recording stood up in my bedroom because it is so blinking hot in every other room in this house that I can't record in my office because my office is south facing. I I don't even know what way facing it is. Um, I should know that. Um, And the sun in the afternoon pours in like a blazing fire. So there is absolutely no way I am sweating through this podcast and making myself uncomfortable in 28 degrees heat. To most people around the world, they'll be laughing at how the Brits cannot handle that. If you're a Brit, then you know my pain. We have no aircon, guys. So I've had to go into the coolest room of the house, which has been in the shade for quite a few hours now. Um, So yeah, different vibe, different energy. And if it sounds a bit different, then I'm sorry. But best way I could deliver this podcast this week. So signs and synchronicities then. So what is the differences quickly between the both? Like I said, in the YouTube video, I go through a whole in-depth explanation. So a sign in my opinion is something we ask for and communicate to the universe with. So why we ask for a sign or synchronicity is very much to communicate with the universe. A lot of the time when people first come along their spiritual journey or first spiritual awaken or even find the law of attraction, they will test the universe or ask the universe for a sign or synchronicity to show that it's there and that it's listening and that you can manifest your desire. So it's very much a opening of communication and something that's very, very commonly taught at the beginning of law of attraction journeys or spiritual journeys to essentially open up that conversation um, and connect yourself to the universe. So a sign in my opinion is basically something that we ask for. To say for instance, you would like to know, are you gonna get that job next week? or what path should I be on? Or what direction should I go in? Am I gonna receive my desire? There are so many divination questions that we can ask a sign or synchronicity for. So a sign is something I believe we personally ask for. It's something we reach out to the universe and say, hey, I would like to receive a sign to show this X, Y, Z. Whereas a synchronicity, I feel, is more automatic. It's more of a, communication from the universe without you asking for it. So this can be things like angel numbers, feathers, birds, animals, you know, like things that appear and you're like, whoa, okay, that bird is like seriously stalking me. (laughs) I've seen like five pigeons this week. No, it doesn't have to be pigeons. It could be any birds. Um, And you're like, okay, this clearly means something because I'm seeing like a dozen pigeons. Uh, Well, there's pigeons everywhere. Let's use something a little bit less common, Emma. Um, You've seen five orange butterflies this week. And that really stands out to you because you've not, you don't normally see that. And you're noticing them and thinking, hmm, those orange butterflies, they're really standing out. They're really trying to get my attention. So that's really a synchronicity when the universe is kind of communicating to you first and foremost, um, and you're noticing and they're like repeating as such. So that's what I feel are the differences between signs and synchronicities. So where do people get into problems or where do the frustrations happen? Um, (laughs) Oh God, there are so many. So can you, I'll start off from the beginning. Can I misread a sign? No, you cannot. Why can you not misread a sign? Because I'm sure some people will be yelling like, Emma, of course people can misread signs. You can never misread a sign if you ask your intuition. And what I mean by that is so many times I've lost count of the amount of emails and DMs I've received of people saying, Emma, I've seen a blue butterfly. Emma, I've seen a pink elephant. Emma, I've seen this. What does it mean? I have absolutely no idea what it means. 
And of course I love and appreciate every DM I get and will always respond to as many as I can. But I can't answer that for you. Nobody can answer that for you. Yes, there are websites that do provide a lot of great insight and you can put the spiritual meaning of a fox or angel number 222 and it will give you a great definition of what you're seeing. But at the end of the day, it's your personal communication with the universe. So what the universe is communicating to you through a red butterfly could be completely different to what it's communicating to me through a red butterfly, for example. So with signs and synchronicities, you cannot misread them if you are tuning into your intuition. And the best way to interpret a sign is to see how you feel when you see it. Does it fill you with love? Does it fill you with joy? Does it help you feel relaxed? What was the one thing you thought of as soon as you saw that sign or synchronicity? Ask your intuition because your intuition knows. And this is your personal relationship with the sign of synchronicity and the universe, not Joe off this random website who's writing explanations for every single animal, every single color, every single insect in the land. So yes, overall, there can be themes. So to give you a really, okay, the first thing I thought of was a rabbit because I remember Gabby Bernstein talking about this where she said that she would see these hares or rabbits in her garden and that signified fertility or turkeys, I think it was as well. I think there was two. So things like hares and rabbits and turkeys represented fertility. And whenever she would see that in her garden, she would know that was the universe's wink or synchronicity that her baby was on the way. And lo and behold, she had her lovely baby. So that was a big sign for her. And I think owls was another one I've read in her books as well. For me, it's been pink elephants, but that was definitely in a different stage and period of my life. I wouldn't say that's so relevant now. And I think I have white butterflies is also another one, so much so I had one tattooed on me. So I've experienced different signs, different meanings and different symbology. But I think as well, the attachment to the signs is quite a big issue. So can you misread a sign? No. If you were tuning into your intuition and you were asking yourself those key questions of how does it feel to me? What do I think of when I see it? And how does it make me feel? You are tuning into your core intuitive hits. You're tuning into your truth. You are directly tuning into the universe by connecting to your intuition and asking. So there's nothing bad that can happen from that. You can't misread that when you are honoring yourself and honoring your truth. How you could potentially misread it is if you were to trust a website which you read a definition, and I've had this before, where you read a definition of something and you think, absolutely freaking not. Like that is so far from what I feel and so like not even relevant, that it makes no sense. So when that happens, that is a key sign, a key indication to tune into yourself and ask how it feels to you and what the sign is to you. So this is a key message of signs and synchronicities are invitations to channel, they're invitations to tune into your intuition and they're invitations for you to communicate with the universe and it's completely personal to you. No person can possibly know what a butterfly would represent to seven billion people. It will represent something different to different people. 
And that's a good thing because then we create or we build, should I say, our intuition and we build that resilience and that intuitive muscle to then trust ourselves more and more as those signs or synchronicities come up. So then we're like, bam, it means that or, oh, I felt like that when that happens. So of course that relates to that manifestation. So trust your intuition more. It does not do you wrong, queens. So next question was, what do I ask for? Great question. What do you ask for? Anything you want. I've gone through a step-by-step guide on this YouTube video that I've posted last week, but you can ask for anything that you want. And I always think, don't ask for what the person is giving you as an example, because that's too obvious. And a lot of the time, um, so instantly I posted a TikTok with a snippet of this YouTube video and someone commented literally straight away, um, oh, I asked for, I think it was a blue feather. Oh, I asked for a blue feather and then literally the next TikTok was a blue feather. Like how crazy is that? This is the law of attraction in action. So how do signs and synchronicities work? Well, with the law of attraction, which is the best bit. So why we see things, and this kind of ties into a later question of how can I see both of my signs when I've asked for one if I should do something and one if I shouldn't, or will it happen or won't it happen? Any of those kind of two polarities. And the answer is, is because of the law of attraction. And there's also another answer later on, which I will get to. So we are manifesting those signs and messages and communication into our life. So the same process goes. We cannot ask for a sign and obsess about it. We cannot ask for a sign and sit there like, where is my sign? Uh, We have to go through the whole five-step process, even with signs and synchronicities, which is believe. So believe that it can be delivered to you no matter how crazy or wild it seems. Um, Trusting, so you're taking inspired action by putting yourself in a place to receive your sign. And then you're letting go and you're surrendering and naturally detaching and then you receive. So the five steps still absolutely count (laughs) and need to be used in this sign or synchronicity process. It is the law of attraction still. So what can you ask for? Let me ask you this. So tune into yourself, place a hand on your heart center and take a deep breath. And on the exhale, just release any stress or any tension from your day so far. And just allow the first thing that comes into your head to flow. Don't overthink this. But what should your sign be? And just let it appear to you here and now. And trust the first thing that came up. If it's the most weirdest, unrelated thing and you're like, oh my God, I've never even like thought about that ever or what a weird sign, trust that. Because that is your sign and you are trusting your intuition and it's probably gonna be something that maybe you don't think of often. So that makes it even more rare and that makes it even more fun to manifest or to attract into your life because it's probably something you're like, how random, that's so weird. So trust that. And then I want you to think about the time frame that you want to receive that sign in. So is it 24 hours? Is it 48? Is it 72? Is it a week? So think about and just ask yourself again intuitively, first answer that comes up, how long should I give the universe to deliver this sign to me? And honour that as well. So there you have it. There's your sign. There's your time frame, And you're going to let me know how quickly it manifests to you and how it manifests to you. So the hows are not in our control. How that literal sign comes to you is not in our control. So 
instantly let go of that. And don't go around looking for this sign of synchronicity either, because this is where people go wrong. They're like, right, where is it? Where is it? You've got 10 hours left, universe. Holding the universe to ransom is never a good idea. And when you are doing that, you are controlling. You are attaching to the outcome, which guess what? Creates disappointment. So really allow yourself to detach and really allow yourself to flow with it, just like you would with your manifestations, flow, allow it to appear in whatever way it's meant to, because when you do that, it's gonna happen so much quicker, and it's also going to appear in a way that is gonna blow your mind, because you're like, oh my God, I literally had no idea, or that is crazy. But when you're controlling, you're gonna be looking for that, and it's not gonna, and you might even manifest that because you're looking for it, and you're like obsessing about it, but then it's probably not gonna feel like your sign because you're like, well, I just basically Googled a red butterfly and a red butterfly appeared. So you can't go looking for it. You have to relax and you have to detach and I want you to really flow with it. And another thing that I do is say at the end of my intention setting of a sign, I want to be shown this in a way that like I cannot deny and that is gonna make me feel like, whoa, that's incredible. Um, you don't have to word it like that, but I normally just say, show me in a way that I can't deny because I definitely do deny them sometimes. And I'm like, that's so obvious. That's not my sign. More so in the past I did that, but I always like to say that just because each time it then does appear in a marvelous way and I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. So do say that as well so that you know it's your sign and it's gonna be shown to you in a way that you possibly cannot deny. So codependency with signs, good, good topic. This wasn't a question, but this is definitely what I wanna add to this conversation. So can we be codependent with signs and synchronicities? Absolutely, 100%. (laughs) Speaking from experience here, absolutely we can do. And I've even received like DMs and messages and even had clients come to me about signs and synchronicities and you're like, whoa, like, there is like some unhealthy attachment here and that is not gonna help the flow. It's not gonna help it manifest. And it's also not helping just you and your general well-being to feel calm and at peace and joyful. It's creating more anxiety and pressure and stress, which should never ever be what the law of attraction or a sign or synchronicity should feel like ever. So you want it to feel fun. You want it to feel good. So codependency is very, very common I see it a lot because people attach to it out of hope. When people are wanting faith. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When people are wanting hope, when they are feeling desperate, when people feel fearful, when people are scared that their desire is not going to happen, what's the easiest thing that they can attach to? A sign or synchronicity. And a, a question that I asked myself a lot over the years and a question which was submitted as well, I was gonna get to is, why do I see my sign but my manifestation hasn't happened? And there's quite a few answers for that really. That's not to say it's never gonna happen. It could be divine timing. It could be you're not working through those five steps of the law of attraction. Maybe you're still stuck in step two belief and you've got some limiting beliefs or fears or resonance or blocks underneath that that is stopping your manifestation from you know being delivered, manifesting. And actually you're seeing the signs because the universe is like, it's coming, it's coming. But then you're not equally moving through those steps or taking the action or clearing the resistance. So it could be that. That is one definite possibility. There's also another possibility that it could be divine timing and then it's just not quite the right time for that to come into your life yet. But the perfect time will reveal itself and will be for the highest good of all and it will all make sense. The third option is that the universe is testing you And this also relates to the next question of both signs, of like when you're seeing both signs. So if you're seeing your sign and you haven't received the desire, and again, I can speak from experience here where I have seen signs before um, and haven't received that desire, it has been because the universe has tested me. And it's, I don't mean tested as in like, come on Emma, (laughs) let's put you to the test. I mean test in terms of trusting my intuition. So when something has felt off or it has felt stressful to my nervous system or I've had fear, I have received that sign and I've received that sign through the law of attraction. But I believe personally, it's a call from the universe to trust myself and say, look, we can give you however many pink elephants you want in life But no matter whether we send you five or 500, you're still gonna doubt that that's gonna happen. You're still not going to believe and it's still not gonna give you the relief that you think you need. So for me, it was a real test of, I need to work on my belief and I need to work on my inner work, not be codependent with signs and synchronicities to fill a void of where my faith or belief or self-worth in this case should be. So it was a call. And it wasn't that anything was wrong. (laughs) And it's not like the universe was just mean, definitely not. It was an initiation to me to trust myself and to say, and take back my power and say, okay, divination is a great tool, whether that's oracle cards, tarot cards, pendulums, signs, synchronicities. Divination is a great tool. But at the end of the day, the best answer I can give myself is how it feels to me. And if it doesn't feel right, or it it sparks fear or anxiety or stress to my nervous system, it's not meant for me. And that's a bit of a, a blase response. Sometimes it can still be meant for you and you can still have fears and limiting beliefs come up, definitely. But in most of those instances, it's different. When something's meant for you, you kind of know it, but you're kind of in that denial as such. It's a very different energy. But when something isn't meant for you and you know that and you're trying to just (laughs) not maybe have awareness over that, so you're asking for the science of synchronicities to convince you of otherwise, 
that's a very different energy, which of course sparks fear and anxiety and, and feelings of not feeling great, you know? So I think you have to ask yourself honestly and vulnerably what that sign is showing you. Because if your desire isn't here, there's a reason for that. And it's not to be cruel. Rejection is divine redirection. So the universe is not doing it to taunt you. It's not doing it because it doesn't work. It's not doing it because of whatever. It's simply giving you the invitation to listen to yourself and to listen to your inner guidance, your intuition and take back your power. So many people give away their power with signs and synchronicities and put their fate, their destiny, their belief, their trust in something external and that will fail you every single time because all the universe will do is test you and give you both answers and you know, until you come back home to yourself and say, how does it feel to me? How can I trust myself? What, like, what do I believe to be the answer and how does it feel to me? And not always will we have clear defining answers from our intuition, but it's our job to sit with that. It's our job to build our intuition and it's our job to listen and to sit with and to trust ourselves. So signs and synchronicities I've relied on less and less and less over the years. It's lovely when I receive them and I get really excited still, of course. But for me, it's become more of an exercise of why do I feel I need that confirmation? How can I give that confirmation to myself? And what fear or belief or whatever block is it highlighting by needing this sign or synchronicity? So those are the questions I really sit with, which brings up uncomfortableness a lot of the time because it makes me face the real questions here. It makes me face the real reason why I need that answer because we can give ourselves those answers at any point and sometimes we're just not meant to know what can happen in life. And it's sitting with that uncomfortableness and sitting with that uncertainty as well, which does take in at work, definitely. So last question then, how can someone see their sign for a yes and their sign for a no? Again, this ties in very closely to the question above of the universe. And again, I have seen both and experienced this in my own life. And it is because one, we're setting the intention to see something. So just by the law of attraction, we're gonna see it at the end of the day. But secondly, I mean, that's not the case all the time, but if we're looking from a sort of like scientific laws of physics kind of um, point of view, then it's the law of attraction of why we're seeing both signs or synchronicities. But in my experience and what I believe is that we see them because the universe is again, once again saying, what relief do you think you're gonna get from this? This sign isn't gonna bring you that relief. This sign isn't gonna fix that belief within you magically. You need to do that work and you need to trust yourself and we want you to trust yourself. We want you to tune into yourself and not Google what that sign means. We want you to tune in and to feel what that sign means to you and to feel what the answer is because sometimes we have to make decisions. As hard as it can be, as tough as it can be, as frustrating as it can be sometimes, We can't always be handheld. We can't always, you know, there are some decisions in life where we have to make decisions ourselves and that can feel scary and that can feel like, oh my God, am I gonna make the right decision? I don't wanna get it wrong. But remember, we can never make a wrong decision. We are always where we're meant to be. We can never, ever make a wrong decision, ever. All we're doing is learning and growing and expanding and following our destiny. 
And say, for instance, you know, just to be devil's advocate here, say you did make the wrong decision about something. If something is in your soul path, your life destiny, and you are destined to do something, it will come around again in a different way. And it will be more up-leveled. It will be like even more aligned and it will feel so much better. So trust in the timing of your life, trust in the divine plan, trust in the universe more because you can never make a wrong decision. And when I really embodied that and when I really took that on board, my whole life changed forever because I stopped relying on divination. I stopped relying on signs and synchronicities and I started listening to myself and I started really asking myself those uncomfortable questions because that's where the real answers are, is beneath that inner work, is beneath that fear or that thing that I think it will give me. So ask yourself, if you can relate to any of these questions today, what do I feel my sign is going to give me? And how can I give that to myself? Or what fear or belief or block do I need to work on to address this? Because at the end of the day, signs and synchronicity should be fun. They should be fun, lighthearted, joyous, and feel good. If they're not, then this is a sign that there is some inner work to be done and you need to reframe how you're using signs and synchronicities. It shouldn't be an anxiety-provoking exercise. It shouldn't be something that you receive and feel fearful with. It's not something you should obsess about. It's not something you should be questioning constantly. And I always find in life that when I'm like, when I'm true to myself and I I know and I'm listening to my intuition, I can look at an oracle card, a tarot card, a sign of synchronicity and be like, yeah, that feels good. Yeah, the universe has got my back. And I'll just get on with my day and be like, yeah. When I haven't been in that space and I've maybe felt fearful, had some limiting beliefs or fears and had some things I needed to work on, I can look at that tarot card, oracle card, sign of synchronicity and think, yeah, I don't believe that. Yeah, well, who's to say that's gonna happen? Or the universe in its best form will give me like the worst tarot card ever and I'll be like, what? Like, I don't believe that at all and it doesn't happen. And it doesn't happen because the universe is challenging me to listen to myself. It's saying, okay, you don't like the answer, did that align? Did that feel right to you? No, it didn't. So you know the answer, Emma. You need to listen to yourself. So I do feel that my angels and spirit guides in the universe do do that to me because they have challenged me every single time to listen to myself. And I look back over the years and look at all the signs and synchronicities I've received and what's worked out, what hasn't manifested, what was true, what didn't work out, whatever. And I don't look at it with any judgment. I don't look at it with any judgment or like anger or anything like that because I don't need to because it's just a sign of synchronicity at the end of the day. You can't put your hopes and dreams and life on something like that. You have to build the belief yourself. You are the one who creates your reality, remember? So stop giving your power away. The signs and synchronicity should be almost like a, I guess like a cherry on top of the cake. A sign of synchronicity should not be the whole goddamn cake of belief. It should be, you have built that beautiful cake of stability, of belief, of foundation, of trust, of inspired action, of asking with clarity you have the whole goddamn cake and that sign of synchronicity should be the cherry on the cake that cherry on the cake should not crumble that cake or rot it 
or ruin the cake. That cherry should complement it and if not, takes it off and the cake's still perfect. So see it like that. The signs and synchronicities are a great positive addition to an already amazing fulfilled cake. It's not that the cherry creates the cake. It's not that that cherry validates that cake because the cake knows it's a cake regardless. So (laughs) I hope this analogy is making sense. The cake knows it's a cake regardless. Clearly someone is wanting some cake this afternoon. So remember that the cake knows it's a cake with or without the cherry. So you have to know within your soul that regardless of what that sign of synchronicity represents, regardless of how often you see it, regardless of whether it even shows up at all or you see both, or whether the manifestation turns up, it doesn't shake you. It doesn't rock you either way because you have that solid foundation of belief. You have that solid foundation of trust and you have that strong, solid foundation within yourself where you know yourself and your intuition and you know what it feels like to yourself because you listen. So remember that. The cherry, the sign of synchronicity does not complete the cake because the cake already knows it's cake. So I hope that makes sense, guys. I hope that has maybe answered quite a few of your questions around signs and synchronicities and when we should ask for them, why we should ask for them and how to really look at them from a shifted perspective because there is a lot of codependency with signs and that there's no blame, there's no shame with that, definitely not. We are very much in the law of attraction sphere designed to do that if we're not looking out in, at our inner work, if we're not looking at our belief, if we're not, you know, if we're not having those difficult conversations of, okay, why are we asking for that sign? What what do you think it's gonna give you? And then how can you give that to yourself? If you're not having those conversations, like, of course you're gonna feel anxious around your signs. Of course you're not gonna know what the hell is happening when you're seeing both of them or none of them or all of them and your manifestations not arriving. So the codependency aspect of signs and synchronicities is big. And I really hope that this conversation has maybe sparked some inquiry within you about how you can reframe signs and synchronicities and obviously how I've reframed them in my life and also how you can reframe them for yourself moving forward so they feel right to you and you can start to enjoy this process and enjoy the signs and synchronicities. And my best advice is don't ask for them. Like, don't ask them, you don't need to. You don't need to. What you actually need to work on is the belief, as I've said. You need to go within and ask why you need that sign. And remember, it's nice to ask for a cherry on top of the cake, but you don't need that cherry on the top of the cake to complete it or for it to be fulfilled or for it to feel complete. So if you genuinely feel called to set an intention for a sign, have fun with it. Oh my God, have fun with it. But also play with the fact or play with the notion, maybe I don't need to ask for that sign or synchronicity. Maybe I actually just need to trust myself that little bit more and tune into my truth and my intuition and see what it has to say. And there'll be times where you'll wanna ask for a sign or use divination as a whole. And there'll be times where you don't need to. So it's really about being intuitive with it first and foremost and honoring what you need in every single moment. Because when you honor what you need, you're being true to yourself. And that's not to say I will never ever ask for a sign or synchronicity ever again. I'm sure I will. Um, I'm certain I will. 
But it's again looking at the codependency with that and the attachment to that and knowing that when you ask, it's from a complete place of non-attachment and fun rather than a place of, I need this to feel something or I need this to convince me of something. Um, So it's meant to be fun. This whole process is meant to be fun and I want you guys to have fun with it and to feel, most importantly, great with it as well. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I really hope you've enjoyed this conversation and I would love to hear if you've set your sign or intention, what manifests for you and when. Let me know, did it manifest in the timeframe that you set? And if not, let it go. Um, If it doesn't appear in the timeframe that you set, let it go. Completely forget about it and you will see it. Whether it takes a day, a week, a month, you will see it. Um, And it will always happen when you suspect it the least. So remember that, or when you need it the least. So let it appear naturally, let it flow to you and let me know how you get on because I would love to hear. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a fantastic week, whatever you're up to. I hope you have lots of fun attracting your signs and synchronicities to you and I will see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week. Lots of love. 